feels nice to be back recording in the pod loft, a.k.a. Yes. the spare bedroom. My ex-bedroom now. Oh, my God. Speaking of your ex-bedroom. So, um, a couple days, it was either before or after you came to record. Okay. After you moved. Mm-hmm. I think it was after. So, Dylan and Catherine came over because they needed me to print something out on their computer, uh, um, in my printer. Yeah. Uh, tattoo designs. And I have four contexts. I have never once went into detail about why we named the podcast Moon and Sun. I have not talked to Dylan about the podcast other than to tell him ba- the basics. We're calling it Moon and Sun. This is what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. That's it. So he comes in and he's like looking around and the mics are set up like this. I think it was after because the mics were set up like this. Yeah. And he goes, so is your podcast just going to be like moon now since sun moved? (laughs) (laughs) First of all, how did you know that that's how that is? (laughs) Second of all, the fact that he pays enough attention to the both of us to know that it's us. And I was like, just because sun moved to Kansas doesn't mean it's not going to be moon and sun anymore. Well, yeah, I had to come back and make my car payment, so. Right? And then one of these, Ugh. when that's done, then you can come up there every now yeah, and then. Yeah, we can switch go it. back and forth. Um, You ready? Sure, we're, we're, ta- we're recording already. I Might know. as well just go. We've already got two minutes. Welcome back to the Moon and Sun podcast. I'm Shay. And I'm Nick. And I thought we could do some Mad Libs. So I'm going to give you options. And then if you can't remember what a thing is, it does describe it in the front. Okay, so. And an adjective describes it, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay, so um, we can do Encounter with Bigfoot or A Genie's Contract, Why Giants Don't Sleep. Cerberus training, Pegasus breaks ground, or cooking with mermaids. You pick. Uh, what are we going to record first? Are we going to record the spooky sode first? I don't know. Well, if we do the spooky sode first, let's do cooking with mermaids. Cooking with mermaids. Let's okay, go. so I need person in room, female. Person word. I need a word. Person in room, female. I'm still confused. So it would be like me or Bryn or your mother. Oh, a person. Yes. Let's go with Lilith. Lilith. My kitty kitty. Okay. Oh, I should post a picture of Instagram of Lilith. You should post a picture of Lilith on Instagram. Post a picture of Instagram it is like on Lilith. Super smoky in here. Kitties and puppies, you can leave if you need to. Uh, I need a number. 444. Oh, my goodness. 444. Well, it's been popping up lately, so I need to figure out what that means, by the way. Okay, we'll look at numerology I while know. this is uh, loading. Uh, I need an adjective. Describe something or somebody. An adjective. Let's mm-hmm. go with creepy. Creepy. I need a noun. Noun. Person, place, or thing. I know. How about nipple clamps? 
Nipple clamp. <laughs> Why not? What? Mermaids. Truth. The center of a starfish is the mouth, so you just, just Nipple picture clamps. it. Nipple clamps. I need an animal. Animal? Mm-hmm. Animal. Animal. Let's go with, um, 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 give me a minute. Eel. Eel. Uh, type of liquid. Um, type of liquid. Uh, give me a minute. Nothing's popping in my head. Well, one thing's popping in my head. Sperm. Sperm. Does that count as a liquid? I don't know. You're supposed to drink water. That's not water. I know, but it's a liquid. You can go with coffee. 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 I need another number. Another number. Let's go with 13. 13. Just because heart attack anniversary is coming up. Two years. It is coming up. In two days. I know. It'll be two years. I need a verb. Verb. Uh, An action word. I know. I'm, I'm getting there. Verb. <laughs> it can be dirty <laughs> if you want it to be dirty. Well, <clears throat> guzzled. Okay. That's the first thing that came. Uh, <clears throat> past tense can be a verb. Guzzled. Uh, I'm not supposed to read the words. I'm going to change it to guzzling because it goes better. Uh, I need an adverb. An adverb. And an adverb, it tells how something is done. So it modifies a verb. Mm -hmm. Usually ends in L-Y. Modestly, stupidly, greedily, carefully. Go stupidly. (laughs) Stupidly. And by the way, I haven't. I she's just telling me what to put down. I have oh. no idea what what it's gonna say. What it's going to say? I need a color. A color, black, of course. Black. Uh, number number. <laughs> Go with twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. My age. Why Woo! Not? For now, I need mm. a noun. A noun. Person, place, or thing. Person, place, or thing. What would fit better? Anything. Anything fits? Mm-hmm. Uh, not a person. Don't do a person. Don't do a person. So a place or a thing. Mm-hmm. I would do a thing. Mermaids. Mm-hmm. It's cooking with mermaids. Cooking with mermaids. Mm-hmm. Crazy person. <laughs> now, a uh, place or thing, right? That's what we decided? Yeah, I would do a thing. A thing? A thing. Like cauldron. Cauldron. Adjective. An adjective is? Describes a verb. Describes a verb. So. Oh, no, that's an adverb. Describes something. Just just describes anything? Yeah. Right? Yeah. 
You used creepy earlier yeah. as your adjective. So go with steamy. Steamy. Another adjective. God damn it. <laughs> Is that one I just did? No, it's a different one. No. Oh, but you it... just did an adjective. Yeah. Okay, do another adjective. Yeah. Dreamy. Dreamy. I've been watching Grey's Anatomy, so. McDreamy. Well, re-watching Grey's Anatomy. Plural noun. A noun. Plural noun, so multiple of something. So like oh. candles. Candles. Put candles. Candles. Why not? A uh, verb ending in ing. Swimming. <laughs> Swimming. Adjective. <laughs> Hastily. Hastily. And a place. Atlantis. <laughs> okay, are you ready to learn about cooking with mermaids? Yes. Here's a recipe for Kraken eggs from Lilith. <laughs> underwater kitchen. Oh, from Lilith's underwater kitchen. Serves 444. Ingredients. One, creepy egg <laughs> stolen from a giant kraken. <sighs> Four nipple clamps, spoons, and eel milk. <laughs> Three coffee spoons of liquids of squid ink and 13 sea urn urchins for garnish. Hmm. Directions. <laughs> guzzling the first three ingredients. So you're guzzling the creepy egg, the nipple clamp spoons, and the eel milk. Beat stupidly until the mixture turns black and frothy. <laughs> About 27 minutes. <sighs> Using a pastry cauldron, pipe steamy portions of egg batter into a dreamy tide pool. <laughs> <laughs> Killing Nick. He's trying to choke me out here with the I smoke. Am. Holy it is shit. Super chill choking you out. Uh allow the candles to cook for four minutes. <laughs> Swimming them into a net as you go. <laughs> Serve alongside the hasty urchins and season with Atlantis water to taste. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, since we decided spooky sewed first, Nick will go first this time because I went first on the last spooky sewed. So, I found this book on TikTok. <laughs> that's that's where I first saw it. And so, obviously, I went to Amazon to see if I could buy it. It is called The Gashly Crumb Tinies by Edward Gore. Pretty sure that's how you pronounce his last name. So let's learn the alphabet. A is for Amy who fell down the stairs. B is for Basil assaulted by bears. C is for Clara who wasted away. D is for Desmond thrown out of a sleigh. 
E is for Ernest, who choked on a peach. F is for Fanny, sucked dry by a leech. G is for George, smothered under a rug. H is for Hector, done in by a thug. I is for Ida, who drowned in a lake. J is for James, who took lie by mistake. K is for Kate, who was struck with an axe. L is for Leo, who swallowed some tacks. M is for Ma <clears throat> Messing with my throat here. M is for Maud, who was swept out to sea. N is for Neville, who died of ennui. O is for Olive, run through with an owl. P is for Prue, trampled flat in a brawl. Q is for Quentin, who sank in a mer. Mire. Sank. <laughs> Q is for Quentin, who sank in a mire. R is for Rhonda, consumed by fire. S is for Susan, who perished of fits. T is for Titus, who flew into bits. Oh my goodness. U is for Yuna, who slipped down a drain. V is for Victor, squashed under a train. W is for Winnie, embedded in ice. X is for... Sure. I've never heard that name X before. X is for Exorcist, devoured by mice. Y is for Yorick, whose head was knocked in. Z is for Zilla, who drank too much gin. Nice. And that is a good way to learn the alphabet. <laughs> for children. <laughs> children dying. Okay, and then I also bought the complete Grimm's Fairy Tales book. Of course, you had. I had to. Yeah. And so, one of the stories in here is called. It's a section, technically, of stories about snakes. So the first story. There was once a little child whose mother gave her every afternoon a small bowl of milk and bread, and the child seated herself in the yard with it. When she began to eat, however, a snake came creeping out of a crevice in the wall dipped its little head in the dish and ate with her the child had pleasure in this and when she was sitting there with her little dish and the snake did not come at once she cried snake snake come swiftly hither come thou tiny thing thou shalt have the crumbs of bread thou shalt refresh thyself with milk then the snake came in in haste and enjoyed the food. Moreover, it showed gratitude, for it brought the child all kinds of pretty things from its hidden treasures, bright stones, pearls, and golden playthings. The snake, however, only drank the milk and left the bread crumbs alone. Then one day the child took its little spoon and struck the snake gently on its head with it and said, Eat the breadcrumbs as well, little thing. The mother, the mother who was standing in the kitchen 
heard the child taking talking to someone, and when she saw that she was striking a snake with her spoon, ran out with a log of wood and killed the good little creature. <clears throat> oh, no. From that time forth, a change came over the child. As long as the snake had eaten with her, she had given, grown tall and strong, but now she lost her pretty rosy cheeks and wasted away. It was not long before the funeral bird began to cry in the night, and the red breast to collect little branches and leaves for a funeral garland. And soon afterwards, the child lay on her bear. <clears throat> That's it. The child is weird. Well, I found also found out it basically... Because the child loved having food with the snake. Mm-hmm. And the mother killed her friend. I mean, I guess that's true. It's just the snake is weird. Yes. It's basically a metaphor. Yeah. For the mother taking the things that she loved. Yes. Damn it. So, who knows? If you take stuff away from a child, they might wither and die. Fuck, are you going to wither and die? No, because he can go in the closet now. Yeah. He's like, hell yeah, closet time. Okay. So, for this spooky sode... We're obviously not getting super spooky. I decided to talk about the legends of mermaids. Well, mermaids are spooky. Mermaids are spooky. They're creepy and will eat your face off. Okay. In folklore, a mermaid is an aquatic creature with the head and upper body of a woman and the tail of a fish. Mermen, obviously, man top, fish bottom, and merpeople or merfolk for the collective. Mermaids appear in folklore all over the world. In Mesopotamia and the Eastern Mediterranean, depictions of entities with tails of fish but the upper bodies of human beings began to appear in artwork from the old Babylonian period onwards. These figures are usually mermen. The name for mermaid may have been Juliet, meaning fish woman. Uh, hi, babies. The first known mermaid stories <clears throat> here appeared in Assyria in 1000 BC, the goddess Atargatis. I could be saying that wrong. I did not actually look that up. I also forgot, <laughs> I also wrote a sentence and forgot to look up the legend, so I had to just pull it up just now. <laughs> um, um, so, the goddess Atargatis, uh, uh, sounded much smoother the first time I said it, mother of the Assyrian queen, Semiramis, Loved a mortal and unintentionally killed him. It's kind of like, it's kind of like how that one lover of Cyprus, Cyprusus of Apollos, accidentally killed his favorite deer. Mm-hmm. Ooh, hi. Um, ashamed, she jumped into a lake and took the form of a fish. But her divine beauty couldn't be concealed. Therefore, she remained human above the waist. The <coughs> Greeks recognized Atargatis under the name Derkato. Um, sometime before. Sometime before 546 BC, my Milesian, that must be a place, or must have been a place, philosopher Anaximander postulated that mankind had sprung from an aquatic animal species to explain away mermaids. 
Um, there is a mermaid legend attached around the sister of Alexander the Great, and that's where I stopped on that. That's what I just had to look up. <laughs> it is the legend of Thessalonica. That was her name. When Alexander the Great died, his grief-stricken sister attempted to end her life by jumping into the sea. Instead of drowning, however, she became a mermaid, passing judgment on mariners throughout the centuries and across the seven seas. Hmm. Yeah. Um, in Great Britain and Ireland, the Norman Chapel in Durham Castle, built around 1078, has what is probably the earliest surviving artistic depiction of a mermaid in England. Mermaids appear in British folklore as unlucky omens, both foretelling disaster and provoking it. Several variants of the ballad Sir Patrick Spend depict Sir Patrick Spend depict a mermaid speaking to the doomed ships. In some versions, she tells them they will never see land again. It's like taunting them. That's jerkish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mermaids have also been described as able to swim up rivers to freshwater lakes. In one story, the Laird of Lorntai went to aid a woman he thought was drowning in a lake. Near his house, a servant of him of his pulled him back, warning that it was a mermaid, and the and the mermaid screamed at them that she would have killed him if it were not for his servant. And I would have gotten away with it too if it weren't for you <laughs> pesky kids, kids and, that and that dumb dog, dog. too. Ugh. But mermaids could occasionally be more <clears throat> beneficent. Pretty sure that was supposed to be benevolent. Mm-hmm. teaching humans cures for certain diseases. According to a legend, a mermaid came to the Cornish village of Zenor where she used used to listen to the singing of Matthew Truhella. The two fell in love and Matthew went with the mermaid to her home at Pendor Cove. On summer nights, the lovers can be heard singing together. At the church of St. Sonara in Zenner. There is a famous chair decorated by a mermaid carving, which is roughly 600 years old. That's an old chair. Yeah. But I like that legend with the guy and they fall in Mm -hmm. love and he just lives in a cove with her and they just sing. That one's cute. Some tales raise the question of whether mermaids had immortal souls. 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 In Irish lore, the figure of Liban appears as a sanctified mermaid, but she was a human being being transformed into a mermaid. After three centuries, when Christianity had come to Ireland, she was baptized, which I it didn't specify what that meant. Like how they baptized the being, the weird stupid christianity Uh, (laughs) (laughs) in greek mythology the sirens were dangerous creatures who lured nearby sailors with their music and singing to shipwreck on the rocky coast of their island it is also said that they can charm the winds and to devour their flesh to devour their flesh sirens were believed to look like a combination of women and birds in various different forms in early Greek art, they were represented as birds with large women's heads, bird feathers, and scaly feet. Later, they no, were represented. I, I, don't, I, I don't like that picture in my with head. Scaly feet. No, no, just a bird's body with a woman's head. No, thank you. That That's creepy enough. Mm-hmm. 
later, they were represented as female figures with the legs of birds or without wings playing a variety of musical instruments, especially harps or so, lyres. What? Okay, if they have no wings, are they arms instead? Then? I'm guessing so. I, I'm... <laughs> because that's not, that's even creepier than just having a head. Right. Hey. That's creepy. Damn. What? I should have saved that picture. I'm going to have to hunt for the picture that I found that made it less scary than it actually was. I will find it and put it on the Instagram and I will send it to you. Uh, In... 7th century Anglo-Saxon words are not working. They never work with us. Well, it helps. It would help if I typed this correctly. First, my handwriting's bananas. Now my typing is bananas. In 7th venture (laughs) in 7th century Anglo-Latin catalog, Liber Monstorum says like it's a book, like an mm-hmm. old-fashioned magazine. The sirens were women from their heads to their navels, and instead of legs, they had fish tails, which kind of rhymes a little bit, so mm-hmm. I like that. Um, in Scotland, there is the Cezag. Cezag? So I'm going to call it a Cezag. C-E-A-S-G. God, don't look at me. It is a mermaid with the upper body of a beautiful woman and the tail of a young salmon. She is also known. How, how do they know it's of a young salmon? <laughs> I know, I don't know. <laughs> like, Maybe it's the color or something? No? I don't know. How? It'd be different if it was like the tail of a male salmon. Because like male salmon, I think, are the bright colors. Yeah. And then female but, salmon, it's like birds. Yeah. Like, So how do they know it's of a young salmon? No fucking idea. Uh, she is also known as Magdine Na Twini. It's Celtic, and I know that that is not even remotely correct. Cue my favorite Celtic name, which looks absolutely nothing the way that it is pronounced, which means made of the wave. Uh, the Sazig lives not only in the sea, but also in rivers and streams and can be made to grant three wishes to anyone who captures her. I mean, hey, we, we need to go go there and capture one. A more monstrous lore about the Sazig is she swallows the hero and he remains alive in her stomach. The hero's wife plays a harp until the mermaid is charmed and the hero escapes. When the wife stops playing, the mermaid swallows her and the hero must consult a wizard for help. He is told that he must obtain a special egg that contains the mermaid's life force. He obtain the egg, obtains the egg, rescues his wife, and kills the mermaid by crushing the egg. In these stories, so he can't, he, the hero can't play a harp like the wife did. Nope. What it, the right? In these stories, the hero had been promised to the mermaid before his birth. His father had been childless, and the mermaid promised him sons on the condition that the firstborn would be given to her. Oh, mm-hmm. and he didn't fulfill his yeah part of it. Yeah, because he had a wife already. The Scottish folklorist Donald Mackenzie suggested that the Sazeg may originally have been a sea goddess to whom human beings were being sacrificed. Scottish Ursula. 
true. <sighs> Mermaids from the Isle of Man, known as Ben Vary, are considered more favorable towards humans than those of other regions. With various accounts of assistance, gifts, and rewards, one story tells of a fisherman who carried a stranded mermaid back into the sea and was rewarded with the location of treasure. Let's find a stranded mermaid. Uh, yeah, I like that better. <laughs> Another recounts the tale of a baby mermaid's Oh, did you get a right? baby mermaid? Who stole a doll from a human little girl, <gasps> but was rebuked by her mother and sent back to the girl with the gift of a pearl necklace to atone for the theft. I, I want that too. Right? A freshwater mermaid creature, mermaid-like creature from European folklore is Meluzine. She is sometimes depicted with two fish tails or the lower body of a serpent, which is frightening. Snake bottom. Mm -hmm. No, thank you. Well, you don't like snakes to begin with. So. I know. <laughs> the alchemist Pericles' treaty, a book on nymphs, silifs, pygmies, and salamanders, and on the other spirits, written in 1566. That's why it has such a weird name. Spawned the idea that the water elemental or water sprite could acquire an immortal soul through marriage with a human. Could? Could. Could acquire an Im immortal soul marrying a human. Immortal soul. But why would you want immortal soul? An immortal. Immortal. Oh. They Living get forever an soul. Immortal soul if they marry a human. <clears throat> mm -hmm. This led to the writing mm. of De La Motte's De La Motte Fogquay's novella Undyne and eventually the most famous literary mermaid tale of all. Hans Christian Andersen's fairy tale, The Little Mermaid. The Little Mermaid has, as you know, been morphed into a Disney movie. So, the actual story, summed up, which actually ended a lot better than I thought it did, and I was kind of bummed. But <laughs> <laughs> So, the Hans Christian Andersen version, similar to the movie with a few difference differences. To start with, she lives with her widowed father, her sisters, and her grandmother is still alive. On her 15th birthday, she is permitted to swim to the surface, where she saves the prince from a boat accident, very like in the movie. After he doesn't remember her, she asks her grandmother if humans can live forever. The grandmother explains that humans have a much shorter lifespan than a mermaid's 300 years, but that when mermaids die, they turn into sea foam and cease to exist, while humans have an eternal soul that lives on in heaven, which is where we get the... It comes down from the lore of marrying a human to get an immortal soul. Mm. So they don't just turn into seafoam and die and uh, just okay. cease to exist. Um, <clears throat> the Little Mermaid, longing for the prince and an eternal soul, visits the sea witch. She sells her a potion that gives her legs in exchange for her beautiful voice. The witch warns the Little Mermaid that once she becomes a human, she will never be able to return to the sea. Different. Consuming the potion will make her feel as if a sword passed through her body. When she recovers, she will have legs. However, she will constantly feel as if she is walking <laughs> on sharp knives. <laughs> yep. In addition, she will only be able to obtain a soul if she wins the love of the prince and marries him. Then a part of his soul will flow into her. Otherwise, at dawn on the first day after he marries someone else, the little mermaid will die with a broken heart and dissolve into sea foam upon the waves. So, the prince, being saved, doesn't remember that he was saved by a mermaid. He thinks he was saved by a girl from this temple mm -hmm. there. 
So she meets, I spelled meets like the food, the prince and attempts to get him to fall in love with her. His parents recommend he marry the princess from a neighboring country. He refuses, saying he will only marry the girl who saved him from the ocean. The girl he thinks is someone from the temple. Turns out the neighboring princess is the temple woman. She was sent there for her education. The prince declares his love for her and the royal wedding is announced. The prince celebrates his new marriage and the little mermaid, little mermaid's heart breaks. She thinks of all she has sacrificed and all the pain she has endured. But before dawn, her sisters rise out of the water and bring her a dagger that the sea witch has given them in exchange for their long hair. If the little mermaid kills the prince and lets his blood drip on her feet, she will become a mermaid once again. Ooh, I like this ending so right? far. Yeah. It doesn't end happy like that. Oh. <laughs> she tries. <laughs> doesn't end happy. Doesn't end like happy that. like that. I wish it did. Oh, I know. She tries but cannot bring herself to kill him, so she throws the dagger and herself off the ship into the water just at dawn. Her body dissolves into sea foam, but instead of ceasing to exist, she feels the warm sun and discovers she has turned into a luminous and ethereal earthbound spirit, a daughter of the air. She is told she will gain an immortal soul because of her selflessness. She can earn it by doing good deeds for mankind for 300 years. So she doesn't dissolve and cease into nothing. And she doesn't kill the prince. But she doesn't kill the prince and keep her legs. In his blood. I know. That would have been so much better. <laughs> um, so, Slavic. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is it weird? I kind of just want to know how that feels. Killing someone and bathing in their blood? Yes. I mean, same. <laughs> I mean, same. Just like um, Game Over, the movie, yeah. where she... Slits the throats and over the bathtub and just bathes in it. If we had a real life purge, we could do it. I would love to do it. <laughs> I know. It would be cool. But see, I'd, I'd do it to someone who deserves it. Oh, for sure. Not It can't just be a random person. Well. <laughs> well, if they're out during purge, they're not good. So. Right. Right. <laughs> we'll just grab the first person. Off the street no, during the birthday. We need we two see. people. First two people. Because you have to have a bathtub and That's I have true. to have a bathtub. That's true. We need really big bathtubs. I was thinking clawfoot bathtubs. I was totally just, just thinking clawfoot bathtubs. A room. That is totally what That's I was just thinking. <laughs> clawfoot yes. bathtubs. Two clawfoot bathtubs. We just slit their throats and bathe in their blood. We have to have chains so we can hang them upside down. Yeah, get all the blood out. Slit, slit their throat and let it down and... Just walk, just have it go over top of us yeah. as we swing back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're not crazy. Okay, I promise. so th- there went some spooky stuff in right? there. Right, that was just a mm, and a, a fantasy. Yeah, what you call it? We'll go with that. I couldn't think of a word. A fantasy. Works. Obviously, we won't do it. Obviously not. Maybe. hook do you want to help us murder people hook you like violence he's too fat now to murder people Ooh, he stopped flicking his tail he didn't like that (laughs) i'm just saying he's gotten a lot fatter since i moved out he's way fat so slavic lore has two types of mermaid being things okay slavic lore has the vodnik Vodnik. Vodnik. 
They have gills, webbed membrane between their fingers, and the skin is algae green in color. So, so they're kind of like the, the thing off of um the uh is his his name's not Lawrence. It's something super mundane off of Hellboy, the blue guy. Oh yeah, who lives yep. in the tank. Mm-hmm. That's what I think they look like. Okay, but green instead of blue. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, they are known for causing rough seas and causing all manner of havoc. Fishermen will sacrifice their first good catch to their local vodnik for safe travels and a good fishing air, and he will oblige. I just love that word, vodnik. I know. I love <clears throat> Russian. Mm-hmm. It's so... Angry. Rough. Yes. Yeah. Vodnik. Vodnik. Um, some people sacrifice more violent things like babies, but maybe just anything other than that. And you should be good. Like he's happy with fish. Why would you sacrifice babies? Well, if they didn't want the baby to begin with. <laughs> and you know, the Texas anti-abortion. Uh, I know. So you know, sacrifice it. Just pretend there's. Ugh, that's terrible. <laughs> We're totally kidding, by the way. You don't don't sacrifice actual babies. Yeah, well, he could. Yeah. Throw it in a volcano. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I went from don't sacrifice babies to yes, yes. real fast. <laughs> um, and then my personal favorite is the Rusalka. She is a feminine entity. Folklorists have proposed a variety of origins for the entity, but most legends stem also from Slavic paganism. They, unlike mermaids, were said to look human, like fully human. How'd you get out? She got out. Yeah. Oh, because it's propped open. She can get out. But um, according to Vladimir Prop, the original Rusalka was linked to fertility and was not considered evil before the 19th century. They came out of the water in the spring to transfer life, giving moisture to the fields and thus helped nurture the crops. Um, And then Christianity happened. Let's get you naked. Yes. And then Christianity happened and they became evil. <laughs> Let's get you naked. He's talking to the dog. He just took her collar off. Well, because she's like, you could probably hear her breathing. She's like probably. right here on me. Uh, I not want the noise of her collar to yeah. disrupt anything. The Rusalki, which is uh, plural for Rusalka, were believed to be the most dangerous during the Rusalka week in early June. At this time, they were supposed to have left... Their watery depths in order to swing on branches of birch and willow trees by night. Swimming during this week was strictly forbidden, lest the mermaids would drag a swimmer down to the riverbed. A common feature of the celebration of Rusalnia, they get a whole fucking, like, celebration, was the ritual banishment. (laughs) Okay, maybe not. Or burial of the Rusalki at the end of the week, which remained as entertainment in Russian Belarus, Russia, Belarus, and Ukraine until the 1930s. Uh, the Rusalka is an unquiet, dangerous being. <laughs> that came out real weird. Unquiet, dangerous being who is no longer alive, associated. Oh, associated with an unclean spirit, aka how they become a Rusalka, is. Young women who either commit suicide by drowning due to an unhappy marriage, be it um, abuse or anything, just unhappy marriage, or who were violently drowned against their will. So basically, a lot of times it would be the husband drowning her so mm-hmm. he can have an affair. Yeah. Well, yeah. not have an affair so he can or, have another life. Yeah. 
Her main purpose is to lure young men seduced by either her looks or her voice into the depths of said waterways where she would entangle their feet with her long red hair and submerge them until they drown or the main reason I love this entity tickle them to death. Well, I'm safe. Can you imagine how terrible being tickled to death would be? But see, I'm safe because I'm not ticklish. And you're gay. And I'm gay. She'd be like, go find me men, young gay boy. I'll totally help you out, girl. Right? Yeah. Right? That is why they are my favorite mermaid type entity. So I just was popping in my head while you were reading the last Mm -hmm. little bit. Can you use that as a deity, though? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um. What what would that give you? I don't know. We'd have to do more research. Okay. Yeah. So I, I'm I was curious. Yeah. Like, could you worship a mermaid? I'm sure you could. As a deity. I'm sure you could. We'll talk about it. We'll take the dog out. I have a thing that I can tell you, but I'm not going to tell you on the pod. Um. Ooh, is that so, dirty? No, it's not dirty. It's just, <laughs> uh, it involves someone else's magic happenings, and I don't want to put that oh. out into the universe. Oh, yes, yes. Um, so thank you for this sp- tuning into this spooky zone. We hope you enjoyed sorry Nick's it wasn't stories. So spooky. It's not spooky, but it's fun. It was a fun spooky zone. It did get spooky there for, There's for a few seconds. Uh, let us know the blood. the blood of the people. Let us know if you knew that about the Hans Anderson, nope, Hans Christian Anderson version of The Little Mermaid. If any of that was surprising, let us know. Um, oh, and I just say, I suggest you go check out that book I read about learning the alphabet. I got it off of Amazon. Do you remember what it's called? Yeah, it's right here. Grab it. The Gashley Crumb Tinies by Edward Gorey. Boom. He has a lot more stuff written. Uh-huh. I am waiting to get more books in. I bet. So if you like me reading the his books or Let books like know. that, I'm, to- I'm totally in. I'm going to get them no matter what. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're pretty neat to have. They're pretty neat to have. <laughs> okay. Thank you for listening to this episode of Moon and Sun Podcast. Our socials are... Instagram, Moon and Sun Podcast, all one word and all lowercase. And then our Gmail is Moon and Sun Podcast at gmail.com, all one word and all lowercase. And our Facebook is Moon and Sign Sun Podcast Coven. Or, or the and sign is the guy wiping his butt across the floor. <laughs> I love that. Or go to the link in the Instagram bio and that will take you straight there. It says Facebook. Click on that. Oh, yeah. I forgot you did all that shit. Uh-huh. Um, make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe. Give us five stars so that other people can find us. And you can, um, if you subscribe, then you automatically get downloaded every time we put out a new episode, which is on Fridays. Oh. Did you delete some of our episodes? Yeah, I put them in the drafts because I had a feeling, because those were getting, like, the first couple were getting, like, a fuck ton of listens. But then none of the other ones were. So I was afraid that people were listening to the shitty quality ones and then oh, checking okay. out. 
So I temporarily drafted them. Okay. They can be re-put up at a later date, but I temporarily drafted them. So that way it just automatically you jump in with our good quality ones. Oh, by the way, I was going to tell you this, huh. but okay. So Mark's youngest brother came over. Uh-huh. And they're going to be listening to our podcast. Oh. Him and his wife or girlfriend or no fiance. Him and his fiance. Hi, Mark's youngest if, brother and his fiance. If they listen. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's yeah. kind of like I feel right now how I felt when Dylan Price told me that he listened to our podcast and I was like, "You did what?" <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Thank you for tuning in. We will see you next time and on it, Moon and Sun uh, Podcast. And obviously this this one gives you questions. I just asked why it starts at episode 8. Yeah. Yeah. That is new. Because the first episodes were terrible. They were terrible quality. I guess we, we feel could like we just were losing re-record them. We could. And then I could re-upload them. Yeah. Because I have, I st- my book is almost full, so I have everything that we've done. We could re-record them. And I have everything in my book. Yeah. Because we don't delete stuff around here. And you know, it's going to be funnier now because we're fine with this. Yeah. And then we could be like, oh my God. Right? How stupid was I? Right? We should totally <laughs> just re record them. We could. Yeah. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah. So we can just plan on doing that next time. Re record and then relaunch them? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm still going to research too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> we could always do like re record one, do a new research topic. Like we could do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. Uh, We'll talk to you next time. This is never ending. (laughs) And don't forget your coffee. (laughs) I like how we just kept adding and adding and adding.